Alright, welcome back to From the Felt. Wow, after an 18-month hiatus, we are back. Uh, I am Ryan Crow. I am the owner and operator of the Texas Card House here in Texas. Uh, I have with me Mr. Bill Hewer, who is the owner of iHost Poker and also one of the owners of the Texas Card House. Bill, it has been a while. How are you doing? Ryan, I'm doing great. You said 18 months. I, I, I'm not going to go back and look at my calendar, but that seems like a long time. Nearly two years without From the Felt. It seems like we really should have been doing this over the past 18 months because we had a trapped <laughs> audience. They, they couldn't do much. So uh, well, why did we wait so long? I tell you, I, that's a great question. I, mean, I feel like a lot's happened, you know, not, not only in Texas, but around the world. Yeah, yeah. Those crazy times hopefully are coming to an end soon. Luckily, we've got some normalcy back from how it was, what, 17, 16 months ago? Things were really strange. And, and I know my motto in my head was, this can't last more than another three weeks. Three more weeks and that's it. Three, three more weeks. And I think I've said three more weeks at least 40 times. So Yeah, when COVID first broke out, I was like, man, this can't this can't go for that long. I mean, surely by the end of the year, you'll have a vaccine. It'll be, it'll be over. But, man, it's just kept going and going. And so it really transformed the way we live, the way everyone lives. It's just it's, it's really crazy what's going on right now. Yeah, and, and the way we, we play poker nowadays, <clears throat> you know, at the locations here in Houston, you know, all our staff is wearing masks still. We're still heavily doing hand sanitizer. And the hand sanitizer thing, I hope that never goes away. I think that's something that should be here to stay, not just for COVID, but just, you know, germs in general. It's a great way to uh, fend off those germs, keep them at bay, and, and keep our population healthy. As far as the masks, not a fan of them. I definitely hate playing with them. And I hate playing against players who wear them because you, you lose about half your potential tells that way. Yeah, well, I mean, at this stage, it, just to be clear, it's 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 the staff is wearing the mask, but it's optional for the players. Players don't have to wear masks at the Texas Cardinals locations. But, you know, I, I I've gone back and forth. You know, it didn't bother me that much. We were all wearing them, you know, last year. But now that it's, the mandate's been lifted, I I, I kind of would dread ever going back to that. And yeah. being in Texas, I don't think that will ever be the case. I do understand. You know, everyone wants to be safe. We don't want to be spreading COVID. And being in the poker business and operating a room where you have eight, nine, ten people sitting shoulder to shoulder at a table, we have to be very conscious of that. So it's been a crazy time for us. You know, and you know, when do we make people wear masks? When do we take them off? That was a huge topic over the last year or two. And you know, I think the players were very respectful in in, in helping us, you know, navigate those changes and we appreciate that because it's not easy, right? We want to do what's best for not only the poker room but for the community and it's it's just been a challenge for everyone. Not not just us, but there's there's a lot of people who are having a rougher time than us and, and it's been a uh, it's been quite a journey. Yeah, thank God we're in Texas. That was uh, that made it a lot easier. I couldn't imagine being in California or New York and going through uh, going through the birth of poker in one of those states and having to contend with contend with a pandemic. Ridiculous. But here we are. From the felt is back, and uh, there's something new about from the felt. We're doing it on video, so you can kind of see what we're wearing today and our facial expressions when one person says something. I'm gonna have to control that because I usually. Uh, <laughs> I usually am pretty strong with my facial expressions, so no, I, I know. That, thing, I <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. And I think you know, and I, and today is a quote unquote a test run. It'll be interesting to see if this one actually goes live and goes out into the wild because I didn't dress up or anything for it. I was like, oh, well, let's just see how it goes. And so, we're, uh, we're, you know, if this does make it out there, I apologize for my you know, scruffy look. <laughs> we're, we're both wearing the uh, the first generation Texas Card House uniforms. I know, yeah. right? The originals, exactly. huh? The original shirt. But we've got a whole bunch of new colors at the store. I don't know why I don't have any of the new colors, but 
This is an original, black and blue. Well, lots changed, not only with, with COVID, but, I mean, we now have four locations open. We have one in Dallas. We still have our original one in Austin, Houston, of course, and one in the Rio Grande Valley. So, you know, for those of you who, who haven't tuned in in a while or heard from us, uh, you know, Texas Card House, we shut down for, what, two or three months last year, and then when things opened back up in Texas, we slowly opened up as well. At first, we had masks on. We were, you know, seating at six, six-handed at all the tables, and over time, we slowly kind of rolled that back. So, you know, I think that, um, you know, now we're pretty much back to full capacity and, 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 and full tables at most of our rooms. And and uh, it's been quite a relief to get back to that just from, from a business standpoint. Obviously, we want to stay in business. Um, but it's kind of crazy with this new Delta variant coming in and, you know, whether things are going to change or, or kind of regress a little bit. It'll be interesting to see. From what I've read that uh, things in tech or things in Harris County, at least, they've, uh, they've, they've hit their pinnacle and they're starting to slow down. Hospital beds are becoming available once again. And things are moving in the right direction now, whether that's thanks to the vaccine, thanks to the masks, thanks to whatever. I'm glad to see that that's that's going the right direction for us. So hopefully all of Texas starts moving that direction as well. It's amazing to see how many new clubs have opened up in spite of the coronavirus. I mean, in, in Dallas and in Austin, there's been a few. I don't know about Houston, but you know, there's still been a number of clubs that have opened up in the last you know six to eight months, uh, even with the virus you know being out there. And it's, it's a tough time to be opening a new club. Is it safe to say we're over 100 clubs in the state of Texas, you think? Well, I know that there have been 100 clubs that have opened in Texas. Whether they're all still open, I don't think is the case. I mean, but there may be 100 now. I think I was looking the other day on Poker Atlas. There were like 40 or 45 just in, in Texas on Poker Atlas. So uh, I know of a lot of clubs that aren't on there. So I think 100 is probably yeah. a pretty safe estimate. Yeah. That's amazing. It was just, what, 2016, 2015? When did the Austin location open? 2015, right? Well, we had our five-year anniversary uh, in like February of last year. So, I mean, we're yeah. we're we're going on, you know, year, we're almost to year seven you know, this, this coming February. So, seems like a long time ago, but also seems like it was just yesterday. So it's <laughs> yeah. kind of weird. It's kind of weird how that works. So, in six years, safe to say, over a hundred locations. What's the biggest uh, guarantee? And what I know we went over that in Dallas. We guaranteed half a million, but what was the actual number that we hit on a uh, tournament prize pool in Dallas? The the Dallas one I think hit about 1.4 million, right? Uh, it's 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 been a couple months, so I don't remember exactly. I know we have our, our new one coming up. We have a million dollar guarantee coming up in like two weeks, so um, you know I, I I have a feeling that one's gonna gonna shatter that last one by by, by quite a quite a margin. But there's been a lot of big tournaments in in, in in Houston and some of the other cities as well. I don't know, I haven't tracked you know how big every prize pool's gotten, but you know I know in that you know that 1.52 million dollar range is probably where some of the bigger ones are. Um, didn't someone have a two million dollar guarantee, or, or was going to? Or I think I think there was a one one point eight eight million dollar guarantee. But uh, as far as a two million dollar guarantee, I, I don't quote me. But I think you know Texas Card House has the best shot of hitting that in two weeks in Dallas. Um, oh, I, I mean, it wouldn't surprise me if it it wouldn't surprise me if it breaks two million. Uh, but the actual guarantee itself is only a million. So yeah, that'll be interesting to see. Are you are you going to be playing in that? I'm not. I'm actually my ten year anniversary is coming up this weekend, and, and we're we're leaving next week to be, and we're going to be gone for a week and a half to Hawaii. So I've never been there. Excited oh, wow. to go with my wife. So um, and let me ask you this: What do you think about the World Series of Poker requiring? Was it are they requiring vaccine cards or, or proof of vaccination for the WSOP <laughs> this year? Yeah, they're requiring proof of vaccination, and you know, I <clears throat> the, the the World Series of Poker is one of those things that it, it's hard for me to wrap my head around how they do it year after year. They keep getting bigger, they keep uh, offering more events, 
it just keeps getting crazier and crazier. And now everybody has to show proof that they've been vaccinated, which just adds one more hurdle you have to get through. I'm sure they've got it figured out. I know uh, you, you and I and, and the uh, other owners and managers for Card House will be there to see it up front in person, how they handle it. But my question is, what about all the, the, the fake uh, vaccination cards that are out there? There, there seems like, I just heard this on the news yesterday, that, that somebody was busted for selling 200 plus fake vaccination cards and how they got caught is they misspelled Madeira. So, uh, <laughs> you know, how, how do you spot the fakes from the reels? I mean, Vegas is the place that if anybody can spot a fake from a reel, they're going to catch it. But this is uncharted territory. I don't know how that's going to happen. Well, I think I think they're requiring the clear app. So have you ever seen clear like at the airport where they like go in and validate? I think there's some type of process you have to do with clear to show that you've been vaccinated. Now, I haven't done it yet. I don't know what that process entails, but my my assumption would be that clear has some type of process set up to prevent fraudulent ID cards. I, and I, I don't know that, but I just I, I would think if you're going to partner with a group that does these validation type of things that they're going to do something like that. So I would imagine they're going to depend on clear and whatever their process is to, 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 to keep the, the fakes out. Regardless what your opinion is on vaccinated, unvaccinated, you know, if, if that's the rule, then everybody should play by the rule. And, and if you don't want to play by the rule, don't go. And it'll be interesting to see how it affects the turnout this year. You know, obviously they didn't have it last year, but I think that it'll be interesting to see because the numbers were, I think, I think like the main event numbers were growing quite a bit and we were getting close to that, you know, those big poker boom numbers. And I think they were anticipating, at least by the numbers we looked at, we were thinking last year was going to be one of the biggest ones ever. But COVID, of course, crushed that. And so it'll be interesting to see where it comes back to uh, now, not only with COVID still out there, but with them requiring the vaccines. You know, I would project it's probably going to be quite a bit smaller than the one was in 2019. From what I've read on social media, a lot of people just aren't interested in going because they don't want to get the, the vaccine. They don't want to feel like they're being forced to get something that they don't want. Well, they're not being forced. They just can't go if they don't have it. Yes. I mean, yeah, they're not, they're not our rules. That's the WSOP. And so it is what it is. Now I am vaccinated and I do plan on going. So I don't think it's, it's not a big deal for me. Uh, but, uh, you know, I have a lot of older family that was staying with us during the pandemic. And so, you know, my wife and I got vaccinated pretty early on. You know, I understand people who haven't probably have some concerns about that, but it'll be interesting to see, like, how do you think poker in general recovers or, or, or fares over the next, I'll say, six to 12 months, and then just in the long term with, with things like COVID out there? I mean, do you think it affects poker in the long term, or is it just is this kind of a short-term hitch? Because we've seen, even in Texas, for, for a lot of the this, the portion of this pandemic, uh, you know, you know the amount of people are playing has been down. It's, 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 it's rebounded nicely, but do you think there's going to be a lingering effect for this for years to come, or is this something that's going to wrap up pretty quickly? Well, <clears throat> I know what I want to. I know what I want to happen, and that's that it rebounds and gets back up to normal pretty quickly. And that's what we all want in our heart of hearts. I, I can't believe there's anybody out there that says, "Oh, I sure hope this continues." Do I think it will rebound quickly? I, I still do, regardless whether my, it's my personal thought. Once this thing is officially under control, and I fear there's going to be a, there's going to be a day that comes where, you know, our politicians will all be on the same side of this and say it's finally over life is back to normal and that's when everybody's just gonna go crazy with vacations bucket list items things they wish they had done because there's some people out there that are thinking you know they're they're facing impending death if they catch this thing and they're thinking about all the things they wish they would have done with their lives and things they've done differently and now this thing is behind them and they're like you know it's time to live it's time to do all the things that i wanted to do and, you know, I've, I've thought this thought many a times. I thought, you know, shit, what if I, what if I got it? And I, and I, you know, they gave me six months to live. What would I do with those six months? 
you know, I probably play a little poker, <laughs> but, uh, uh, you know, there's just, there's just things you think about differently when, when you're faced with those questions. And now that a, a lot of people are getting that second chance at life and, and this is granted that everything goes back to a hundred percent like it was before COVID. I think people will do a lot of things and, and playing poker is definitely going to be one of them. Well, I feel like that happened a little bit this summer. I mean, like everywhere you went, there were just a ton of people. We actually were going to go to Hawaii back in July when our actual 10 years was, but we canceled it because there's so many people were out in Hawaii. We kept here, we were trying to book stuff and, you know, just all these crazy things were happening. And so uh, I feel like this summer, you know, we said we went to Colorado and it was packed. You know, we went for we went hiking. And so uh, we went to Breckenridge and it's like you couldn't, I mean, like you couldn't get a room. The, the, the town was just packed with people. I'm like, wow. So did you, you I th- think that was because of like deals that are out there? Like, I mean, just travel deals that you can't beat. Well, I think that and people were just happy to be out after COVID, you know, and, and you know, before school starts, people are getting out. Yeah. And, you know, I think that uh, I think we've seen it with in, in poker. I mean, the last two or three months, you know, July, August, September, you know, the clubs, all the Texas Cardinals locations have, have been pretty busy. You know, people are back out, they're playing. Uh, the Delta variant doesn't seem to have affected the poker players that much. I mean, I know a lot of players are still wearing masks. I know our staff in most places are wearing masks if they're not vaccinated. I think that we're definitely seeing people coming out in, in droves. And so um, I feel like the the lows that we saw from, you know, what May of last year when we were actually closed, although up through like this you know, January, February, or, or kind of, it's, it's, it's rebounded quite a bit. And so I, I'm just curious to see if poker in general, because we were getting a lot of new players in Texas, I feel, before the pandemic. I feel like there were, we were constantly getting first-time players coming to the club that were local. Uh, you start, we were starting to pick up kind of the average person that's not really a poker grinder or, or a hardcore poker player. Mm-hmm. You know, you'd have couples come in, there, you know, just hang out, you know, you know and, and just, I would say the casual poker player was coming in and, and, I felt like we were growing the market in that in that area, and I feel like the pandemic is going to make it much tougher to do that. So when I was asking earlier whether we're going to be able to get back to, to, to attracting those casual players again, are they going to go, oh, no, it's a poker room with 100 people in there. I don't want to get the virus, you know, uh, or, or I don't want to risk getting the virus and, and stay away. People are already starting to come back. Here in Houston, we see a lot of new faces. Uh, the, the room is growing. Uh, that's a combination, though, thanks to uh, our new GM, Alan Lee, and Chris Hall putting these – Really unique double bomb pot tournaments, bounty tournaments. It's also thanks to the big bad beat jackpot that's growing by $1,000 every day. I mean, there's a lot of contributing factors. And I think people are just tired of being home and they feel like, okay, I've got this vaccine. I got the second shot. I got the booster. I'm going out and doing something. And, uh, you know, those that love to play poker, they find us and they come play. As far as the World Series, that'll be one of those markers to see how much of the world is go- is ready to go on, at least in the poker world. Um missing last year. I'm sure a lot of people are antsy just to play. And, um, you know, maybe that'll be a driving force between behind poker people getting the vaccine, but we'll see we'll, we'll definitely see in what about, uh, 30 days. I believe so. Yes. It's, it's, it's right around the 1st of October. And, uh, so it'll be interesting. To see. And, and now it's crazy. You've got all these online, you know, WSOP events and just online poker in general, the, the legality of it within the U S is, is very debatable from state to state. You know, there's no question that it has boomed during this period. Uh, everything from poker bros, to all those apps and things that, that you know, the, those things have just exploded over the last 18 months. I think they're probably dying down now because people are back out, but, it's interesting to see, you know, just I mean, poker players, they find a way to play. I think most people enjoy playing live, you know, cash games, uh, you know, in person. Uh, just the interactions, being able to read the players, just the, the, the gamesmanship. Uh, but there's no question that you know, if you can't do it, they're going to gravitate to play online. Yeah, that's true. In my uh, casino party business, I had some clients that wanted to host online poker tournaments. 
So we utilized the Poker Bros app to do that for them so they could play a free role and at least do something. And some of them even integrated Zoom so they could see each other while they're playing at the same time. It worked great, but there's still yeah. nothing like touching the chips, feeling the cards, having a great dealer. You know, those are things that at least I look forward to when I play poker. Absolutely. We kind of tried that with TCH Live for a little bit. We did the, the Poker Bros app and we, we did it in Zoom and we did a few of them. And it, it didn't, I mean, the, the turnout wasn't that great, uh, you know, for, for the for the TCH Live, but it was just fun to do it and to be playing poker. You know, at that, at that point in time, we were just trying anything to, to provide some content. and. Yeah, that was and that was June of last year, May and June yeah, of last year. Yeah, May, June, yeah. We were not yeah. sitting on our butts doing nothing. We were still trying to bring poker to the population. And it was a scary time. You know, I will say this, you know, a lot of the a lot of the clubs, a lot of the operators, I mean, if you were if you didn't have yourself buttoned up, you know, COVID was a tough time with the rooms being closed down and players not coming out, you know. Um, I, th- I feel like a lot of the clubs that weren't, you know, operating efficiently, you know, a lot of them have gone out of business. And, you know, it sucks. You know, it's a tough time for everyone. And so, you know, I do think that, what you have at this stage is a lot of the the larger clubs that are that were having success. A lot of those are kind of kind of getting more players now, and, and as new ones come to the market, that 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 player base is going to kind of spread back out. I think in general, you know, any business, not just poker, I'm talking about you know restaurants, bars, all that kind of things. If you weren't well prepared for an event like that, I mean, it, it was crushing. And the PPP program. You know, for those that don't know, it's the payroll protection program. So it's the money the government gave to businesses to essentially pay their employees and, you know, keep the doors open. When it first launched, it was a nightmare. I mean, it was it, it was horrible because you had the you had, you had your, your 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 staff going on unemployment and they're getting like six hundred dollars extra a week on top of their unemployment. And then they're getting and then you have to keep them off of that. You have to pay them to the PPP program so they don't get employment. Well, your staff doesn't want to be on the PPP program. They want to get unemployment. And then we can't get the money to keep the business open unless we keep them on our staff. So we it put the businesses in a really tough spot. And so I remember, I mean, we had in Austin, we had like turned over uh, over half our staff. I and mean, they thought I was the biggest asshole in the world because of the way we were doing it. But we didn't really have a choice. I mean, it was that her, the risk the club you know, going under. And so it was a very difficult time for businesses across the board. And, you know, I think that, you know, hats off to all the clubs that weathered that storm. Um, you know, and there's a lot of them out there that are very well run. And so. Uh, it was a very challenging time, and, and and I'm just I'm just glad that 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 stage of the pandemic is over because it was it was a stressful time for everyone. With iHost, I went through a similar situation. We obviously didn't have many parties going on, and so we weren't able to keep our staff busy. And if you can't keep them busy, they go do something else. So the staff that I did have that I kept that I was able to keep busy, they were willing to take a pay cut during these times just to get through them. And luckily, that's all behind us now. Everybody's making what they used to be making before. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was scary. It was scary times. Cause you have to think like, well, what else could I do? If I don't do poker, what else could I do? And as you know, I started doing actually COVID testing. I was doing blood and nose swab testing, uh, mobily to people bringing, bringing the test to them. So they didn't have to leave their home. Um, I was selling the PPE products, doing anything I could just to stay afloat during those uh, scary times. But yeah, I remember y'all did some of those at the Texas card house too. And I remember you actually, found a few people that had COVID that had no idea they even had it because we were what we were doing was offering people tests before they came into the room and there were a few guys that y'all found that had no idea they had it this was way back in like what June or July of last year I mean it was this was early on and it was such a trigger thing like I, I like like whether we were to do that or not I think a lot of our staff some of them appreciated some of them hated it but ultimately it ended up being a really good idea because we actually were able to like 
people that had it that didn't know they had it, you know, we, we, we caught it because we were giving those tests out. It was like, what, 50 bucks or something? Yeah. And so um, it was at a time when it was very tough to get tests. A- anytime you did something related to COVID, whether it was testing or making people wear masks or not wear masks or, you know, it was just it was such a trigger for people. It was a very tough time to make everyone happy. And you just have to accept the fact that you're not going to make everyone happy a lot of times. Yeah, that's the truth. If you're, if you're ever unsure about that fact, go to social media. Speaking of which, I mean, TCH Live all over YouTube gets a lot of attention. You, we've got the location in Dallas with TCH Live. We've got location in Austin with TCH Live. I know the burning question here in Houston is when will Houston get TCH Live? But well, that's a great question. If, if it keeps growing the way it is, I mean, it may, might. we were actually looking at doing one before the pandemic hit. We were actually considering putting one in Houston, in Houston in general. Uh, you know, we, we kind of put those plans on, on pause. But since Alan's come back in and, and Chris has gotten involved, Chris Hall, uh, those guys are really getting that club up and running. I mean, it's, it's, it's seeing a lot of success. Very excited about how Houston's doing lately. And so, you know, there's definitely a possibility. I will say it's interesting because now everyone and their mom has a live stream. On YouTube, I was talking to David Lagana, who is our, our new producer we've hired to manage essentially all of our of our uh, media platforms, but particularly TCH Live and this podcast. You know, he was joking the other day because I think it was like on Monday there were there were like five live streams going at once for for poker online on YouTube and Twitch, and three of them were in Austin. It was just like, what the heck's going on? So yeah. I thought that was very interesting. And yeah, I think a lot of them are going to find pretty quickly that it's not necessarily a big revenue driving source. It's more of a marketing expense. And so uh, it's not it's not going to be the quick fix that a lot of people think it is. But it is a lot of fun. And it does it does create a lot of awareness for the clubs. And I, I, I love it. I enjoy it. You know, TCH Live, I think, was kind of the first you know big one that was out there. It was kind of just a fun project for me when I was originally putting it together. And it ended up turning into what I think is a fairly successful channel. And, of mm-hmm. course... When you have success in something like that, what happens? People copy it, and that's totally fine, and, and it's, it's, it's just part of business. Uh, but the key now is to keep innovating and keep making the product better. For me, it's just fun, so, so we enjoy doing it a lot. I personally want to play on it. I just want to see how bad I play because I, I need some, <laughs> sort of, some sort of mile marker for that. Well, if you're not sure after the show, all you have to do is go back and look at the comments, and I'm sure people yeah. will let you know very quickly how well you did. <laughs> there's exactly a lot of there, There's a lot of chat <laughs> pros out there, a lot of them. Uh, <laughs> I actually enjoy. I actually love those guys. I mean, I like. I, sometimes I will log in and just watch TCH live, and I don't. I, I, I'm. I only comment. You know, you know, once in every two hours that I watch. But uh, I just love reading through it. It's just so entertaining. Like, like the the chat and the comments are almost as entertaining as the show. And so I just read what these guys are saying and stuff. It's it's a lot of fun. We probably got to keep get one of those guys on a future show. I mean, we've. We've obviously got some room to have some guests on our future shows, and uh, this is something that we're going to be doing weekly, right, Ryan? Uh, I think I think so. That's a that's a good point that you bring up. So the from the felt, which is the channel we're gonna we're gonna keep going. We're actually gonna have multiple shows running on from the felt. So we're gonna have our show, uh, you know, um, talking about just poker in Texas and kind of the state of poker, uh, you know, in in the in the area. Uh, we're gonna have another podcast with a group of guys that we partner with, Next Gen Poker. So great group of guys out of Dallas, young guys. They're all in college, going to SMU. Uh, if you haven't checked them out, you should you know check them out on TikTok or YouTube, uh, Next Gen Poker. Uh, they're actually going to be doing a podcast on our channel. Uh, and the other thing is we're going to have a podcast with our commentators. So uh, Greg, Ben, uh, Greg, or two Gregs, and, uh, excuse me, two Bins and Greg are going to be doing a podcast as well, talking about TCH Live, maybe interviewing some of the players, getting to know some of those those, those characters that we've met, like like Trick Time. You know, unfortunately, we're probably going to get Bildo back on there. For those of you who don't know him, uh, huge high stakes player. You know, I think he had 150 thousand dollar pot that he won one time but you no, sure I mean, you're gonna get bildo on no i said we're not gonna be able to get bildo uh, on because, okay, you know, he's 
for those that don't know, Bildo actually was uh, caught up in a, uh, a, a fraudulent scheme. I guess he defrauded the government of like millions of dollars in, was it like COVID testing or COVID? I think uh, it was so, COVID, relief, COVID relief money, if I remember, okay. to the tune of 80 some odd million. Yeah, well, yeah, well, I think the whole thing was like ninety. I don't know if he was the whole thing of it, but I know it was. I know it was over fifty million. But you know, it's funny. He was he was playing with that money like he stole it, and because uh, <laughs> he probably did. And so, um, you know, That's unfortunately, we're not going to be able to get him on there. But at least I don't think we'll be able to get him on there. But there are a lot of other interesting characters who aren't you know defrauding people of hard-earned money that we'll have on there. Um, yeah. But yeah, that was a, that was a, another crazy. You know, so much has just happened since the last time we've had a podcast. The idea is we're going to be doing these. Each group will be doing what about every two weeks and so uh all of them will be on the same from the from, from the felt channel uh though you know you'll, you'll be able to find that on any wherever you listen to your podcast apple podcast spotify all those all those normal channels as well as on youtube so we are going to be showing all these on our new youtube channel really excited about uh some of the new content we're going to be bringing you guys and really excited about just the future of all of the social media tch live and other forms of, of, of providing poker content it's so great to be back. I know we've got a lot to talk about, about what's brewing in Dallas, uh, what's been happening here in Houston, and, and, and all over the state of Texas, for that matter. So super happy about being back with you uh, and discuss all these topics, Ryan. I can't wait to uh, talk about the next one. I think we can go ahead and put a bow on this one. And uh, Bill, I certainly appreciate it. Uh, but thanks again for listening, and I uh, hope you guys are doing well, and stay safe out there. Good luck at the tables. Good luck at the tables.